Blog Talk Radio. I know you're listening live yep. right now, possibly on Facebook or however you're listening to it. Leave a comment about the show today. It's going to be like that. That's right. That's right. To everybody that's on the phone lines, our phone lines are jam-packed. I hate to say this today, but if you're able to get to a computer, please go ahead and get to a computer today. 
listen to our show over the internet, call in to make your comment because we want to make sure that we give others the opportunity to call in and make a comment because I know sometimes it's kind of hard for them to get in because these phone lines are jam-packed right now. If you want to make a comment, press that number one. If you're not going to make a comment today, go ahead and get off the phone line right now because we're going to start hanging up some phones in a minute. We know some of y'all, that's the only way y'all going to be able to listen to it. But if you buy the Internet, get on there right now. Matter of fact, man, look at this. Look at this. Before we even get into the subject, you you see this? Yes. I'm seeing it. The phone lines are like just just rallying right now, man. Crazy. 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 Should we we go ahead and see what this person has to say? Because this this might be interesting right here. Yeah. Go ahead and say, well, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to do this. I mean, we haven't even told y'all the topic today. Some of y'all know it, but I guess somebody is that that up. You know, they upbeat. They ready to get into it right now. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see what they got to say. Caller nine oh one. Yes. What's can up? Can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Yeah, we can. Okay. Okay. You got a comment already? Oh, you want to hold it until we get into the show? Yes, I want to hold it. I want to see what y'all have to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and uh, take you off, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get into what we got to get into right now. Yeah, Al, I-, I see it's about to go in, man. Yeah, it is. Our yeah, co-host, is. she kind of slow right here, slow running. Hold on. Jenny. Yes. What, what, what's, what's, what's the business, man? I was having some technical difficulties as usual, so thank you for bearing with me. Okay. 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 All right. Well, now go ahead and let them know what we're talking about today so we can get into this, man. I'm, I'm already just, I'm over here just, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Well, today, people, um, I know you all seen the post we post out on Facebook and all our other media, uh, social networking sites. The title of the show, Are Black Women the New KKK? Topic, interesting topic, interesting line. Well, really, we're going to talk about today. Really, this is this is this is really what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about why do so many black women make self hatred comics towards black men? Why do black women always say, well, not all black women, but some always say there are no good black men out there? And has the feminist movement contributed to this way of thinking towards our black women? I don't know. All tell us, you know, this is just a question that we pose. And has this been a ploy for black women to start dating other races versus black men? Mm. So, in, in reference to the victim, we were actually uh, thinking about this uh, last week when we were coming up with this show. The correlation with the KKK and black women, um, you know, of course, in the past history, you know, the KKK uh, was created to suppress black people in general to uh, make them feel inferior to them yeah. and to make them feel like that they're worthless and nothing. Right. Now, we, we have seen over the, you know, the years and you know, the past decades to where, you know, everybody has heard these comments, viewed them, maybe have said it. I don't know. You know, we saw where, you know, some black women were just being uh, very verbal in a negative connotation yeah. towards black men stating that you're not good. No, don't, don't call it verbal, dog. Call it for no. what it is. Just ugly, nasty, nasty, and nasty with the attitude. I'm trying to be political no, correct no. right now, but, no. <laughs> but but you know, they're saying that, you know, we're we're worthless, 
we're we're dogs, we're brutal, we're you know, we're savages, you know, we we're thugs. You know, I seen that on the internet all day today when I was trying to gather more research. I I seen multiple quotes where you know, our beautiful black women calling us thugs, you know, calling us savages, calling us, you know, criminals. You know, is that really how the vast majority think about us? You know, I can I can't speak for all people out there but um, of course when we see this on the internet on TV you know that thought come in your mind is that really how people they definitely buy into it man it's it's a reoccurring thought reoccurring comment reoccurring action of how they treat us and how they approach us you know this this got to stop right 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 but um, hey who we, we definitely want to have a great discussion with you all. I see you all on the chat board. If you all want to call in, too, and, uh, you know, express your opinions or just want to put it on the uh, chat board, hey, do it as well, too. Um, you know, I see we have some new listeners on our chat board as well. We want to thank everybody who are new listening to our show. We'll definitely appreciate it. And, uh, hey, we'll definitely get to your comments and your calls as soon as possible. We do have some, um, some clips that we're going to play. Uh, we, I also have... Uh, some blogs that I found off the internet, and Jen also has some blogs which she has found off the internet. And um, Jen is our female co-host for all, all our new listeners out there, so we do have a female perspective. You know, Jen also helped us create this show too. So it's yep. not just yes. Jen and I. And I am here to all my ladies. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but to all my ladies out here, I am here to help our voice be heard and to help, you know, rein them in and for them to understand some women's perspective. Jen, you just so yeah. loud. You're doing exactly what we talk about all the time. So this right here is dedicated to you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this this is exactly what we're going to talk about today. How, and if you, if you are a loyal listener to the show, you will understand that I am done this way on a weekly basis. Um, I apologize ahead of time for the song selection. I fought hard for us ladies, but we're back to the old man's, you know, barbershop for the musical selections again today. Whatever. Hey, I will reiterate again. If you can get to the computer and you're on our phone line, please do that right now. Because eventually we're going to go ahead and start clearing out some of these phone lines because we need to have people. I know you guys listening to us on the phone, and that's possibly the only way. If I hang up on you, just wait a couple of minutes and then call back. But we may have to hang up on you to clear some of these lines. Cause, I mean, it's jam-packed right now. And I know that's possibly the only way you guys can listen to us. But if you can listen to us on your computer, go ahead uh, and, and call back in when you need to make that comment. Please do that. That's right. Hey, and we definitely appreciate everybody calling in today, man. I mean, this, hey, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, you know, not to hold anybody up. Hey, um, do you want to go ahead and play the first song of the day or the first clip of the day so we can get Yeah, we're going to go ahead. Uh, we can go with the uh, first clip because I think everybody want to go ahead and get into this. And uh, I first want to go with the Angry Black Woman clip. Let's go. All right, first clip of the day on the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio is the Angry Black Woman. Y'all check this out. And we're going to get into this great conversation right after this clip. Help me out. Give me the medical definition of the word syndrome. Well, in, in psychological terms, a syndrome is a repeated pattern of behavior. When they come into a new relationship, they almost look 
for the brother to make mistakes and do things wrong without giving him a fair, open, honest opportunity. And Angry black woman syndrome. Some of y'all ain't gonna want to cop you, but let's investigate. What is angry black woman syndrome? Black men think on a level, a high level. I don't agree with that. I don't agree there. There are no good black men. Yeah, I don't think every race and the one guy I'm happy with is a black man. And I'm not black. Here's what it is. I talked to a clinical psychologist. We have named it angry black woman syndrome. Here's where it comes oh from. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my no, God. I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. We are okay. So don't expect me to just stop. stop. Okay, please. My anger, please. Because I think I have the right to be angry. Okay, now, and I'm going to face it. I have the right to be angry. You do. Because, okay. No, you're not. Because whenever you try to tell me, tell me why I shouldn't be, you're telling it, taking away when I say deny it. I have the right to be angry. Okay, any black man, any black man come to me has to understand that if he's really a black man and understand it, has to sit back and understand where is the source of that anger. Okay, as a black man, sit down with me and understand why I'm angry without putting it back on me that I'm angry because of something I've done. I'm angry because I didn't understand black men. I'm angry because I helped that brother out. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but, but what you do do is what you do is you devalidate. What you say, anytime you say, but, you know, you never, okay. or try right. to say. You have the right to be angry. And men have the right to decide they don't want to deal with the anger because Why they not? didn't do Why? it. No, you didn't. Well, am I you obligated did? to deal but with yes, the anger? We all have anger issues, but how we deal with them becomes the issue. I think the relationship goes wrong in a woman's upbringing. Like if her father was never at home, and how how is she going to react to a man? Bottom line: If you don't raise, if a woman is not raised right by both parents. There's things that you have to learn from your father and there's things that you have to learn from your mother yeah. in order to go through society and not cause a wreck and everything. You're saying, you're my doing. brother, they never learn how to respect a man in the first place. Never. Because they can't handle an aggressive black woman. Really? Yeah. And we're supposed to? Yeah. Why? Because. Never. Because so their mothers, you? Because their mothers, as they were raised, may have done things to disrespect the fathers in their absence. Oh, your daddy ain't no good. Uh, all these niggas are just the same. They're all the same. You, that's not true. And that, that never that picture should never be painted for a child anyway. She's angry, and that comes out in her speech. And maybe she said that I don't see my, my black man as a bad black man because I don't know. But maybe it's because I haven't had that experience. My father was there. He was amazing. I've dated other races, good and bad, and I'm dating a black guy, and he's great to me, anyway. And so, so maybe I, can't, reason, I don't have that anger inside where I say there's no good black man or this. It's all, it's all relative to your experience. So, so maybe the reason she, she can't find a black man is she doesn't believe they exactly. exist. And that was a clip of the angry black woman syndrome from the movie, uh, Desire of a Tired Black Man. Um, I hope you all have saw that movie. If not, you need to go and uh, uh, possibly rent it. If you're a member of Netflix, Netflix sure does have it because that's where I obtained it from. It's a very good movie. and um, That's where I obtained those clips from. Those are bits and pieces throughout the movie that I placed together that talked about the angry black woman. Yeah. So we're going to get into the question, well, well, the first question of the day. Why do some black women make self-hatred comments Toward our black men. These are, you know, comments such as, you know, we're dolls, we're players, we're pimps, we ain't worth nothing, you know, only thing we want is sex from y'all, we ain't trying to uplift y'all, we're just bringing y'all down, 
these are things in which we've heard. Everybody out there who's on the phone line and on the chat board, I know you all have heard comments like this, so don't say you haven't. And we cannot speak for all black women, but, uh, you know, try to make your comments, you know, don't don't generalize everybody's comments. You know, just try to make yeah. your comments and speak from your own opinion. So, oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, and I know you like those. Man, I mean, just, just, I'm just keeping it real, man. It just seemed like that clip summed up a lot of the statements that needed to be made. Because when you think about a lot of our sisters, not all of our sisters, some of them haven't been raised in a proper household. So, therefore, like like the brother was saying, if you've seen your mother disrespecting your father in front of her, you know what I'm saying, she going to think that that is the way to act towards a brother. And that's not right. And, to me, in my opinion, I think this leads to the whole concept of what this show is about. Because, like you said, the goal of the KKK was to eliminate us. So, if we can't have a proper relationship, therefore, you are eliminating us. Mm. I'm just mm. saying. But, I, but I, I, the problem that I do have is that many a times, black men do not take responsibility for their part in the in the equation of, you know, there's something wrong with the, the black man and black woman dynamic. You know, it's always put on, we're, we're angry, we're mean, we're, oh, yeah, you we're angry. doing this, we're putting you down. But, but it does not, but how does black men step up and take, you know, responsibility for their part in the equation and the negativity that they put into it? I've said numerous times on this show that black men have, you know, they're so quick to have the queen mother horse syndrome. They want us to be the queen, the mother, the this, the that, but they do not do their part. Now, many black women, I can't, I say for myself, I can't say for all, but many say, I will not be all those things unless you can step up and be king. And let's be honest with each other, there are a lot of black men out there not being kings. Well, we got a caller. Let, let, we're going to let Jen ride on just for a second. We're going to let her ride for a second because she thinks she's winning right now. So we're going to go ahead and take this first caller right here, uh, 404. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. We're not going to let her ride on that. What's wrong with you? Okay. It's Nick. You know yeah, I couldn't let y'all, I'm not in the studio today, but you know I couldn't let y'all get away with this show without me being on it. Okay, man. What's good, oh, Nick? Okay. So What's good, the Nick? First thing, the first thing I'm going to say is I agree with Jen. Okay. There are a lot of black men that are not acting like kings. But guess what? There are just as many black women not acting like queens. Okay. For me, one thing that I absolutely refuse to do, I will take responsibility for my experiences, for the relationships that I've impacted, for the black women that I've impacted through my life. But what I will not do is take responsibility for someone else's mistake because and women have said this a lot Jen you've even said this a lot because you guys pick the wrong type of guy and you keep picking that same type of guy over and over again I refuse to take responsibility for that that is not my fault it's just like Music Soul Child says in that song I'm not to blame for the pain that was caused by previous cats the thing about it is we need to stop dwelling on the past so much and start wondering about how am I going to make my future right. If there's something wrong with your present, if it's at your job, your career choice, and there's something wrong with it, you make, make it steps change. to change it. Yep. If there's something wrong with your household, you make steps to change it. Why is it that black women and black men will not try to make those same changes in their relationships so they can have more productive relationships? I mean, I mean, I understand where you're coming from with that, Nick, but I mean, it's more so like 
a lot of people, are go, they, they always go back to what they're accustomed to. If you grew up in a household where everybody was fighting, everybody was doing X, Y, and Z, when you get older, you're going to go back to that comfort, you know, just that comfort level of being around the same type situation. Not I mean, when you think about it. I mean, just just the fact of just just being spiteful and mean and hateful, and your conversation, the hatred, the comments, all these things, man. They seen it before. They're gonna spew it out there because hey, it's natural. It's part of what they do. Okay. Well, all, let me, let but I'm let just me, saying, let me, those let me, that are let me, are let me, let me right there. You have a choice as a as a grown human being. True that. You can be a positive influence. You can be a positive result of your uh, upbringing, or you can be a negative result of it. Hey, you know I'm telling the truth because how many times have you seen two people raised in the same house and as adults they are nothing alike? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Nick, hold that thought right there. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take this uh, caller right here, 917. You are live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? What's up, Marva? Hello, hello, hello. What's good? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been waiting on this. You've been you've been holding this for a second. I changed my plans because I wanted to make sure I was on this show this evening. <laughs> I have to agree with Nick and Jen. Okay. Too, I believe they um Beyonce for them, you know, um hit key points where they're both correct. But now, answer to your question as far as why are you know men at times labeled as dogs or in the case we um most part it's there are that group that does act that way. Is it correct for men in one category? Of course not. It's not fair to do that to anyone. Right. But unfortunately, times when those of us, have, you know, we have experiences, we have a just generalized. But, but Marvin, it's not fair. Marvin, Marvin, think about this right here. Hmm? You can go to any beautician shop, any beauty shop in America, especially a black beauty shop, and hear them just killing me, just dogging them out. You going to the same thing at the no, 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 seriously. You going to male barbershop, oh, man? We in there talking about sports, oh. politics, and other stuff. What are you talking about, women? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what stuff. we were talking about Friday. We were talking about the oil spill. <laughs> That's what we were talking about Friday, barbershop. <laughs> 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 but go ahead, barbershop. Hey, at at times, pick up women does. Especially when guy A is seeing girl, and then guy B walks in to get his cut. So, you know, I've seen your woman talk, talking, you know, so and so. Nah, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's you know, dry they, snitching, they ain't Marvel. good. Hey, don't do that, Marvel. That's dry snitching. We don't, we don't do, that. do that. We don't do that at all. Heard it. I've no. heard it. You, you, you heard no. a gay dude probably doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I seen no, your no, men no, talking no, to somebody else. No, 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 no. Excuse no. me to all my people that are, are are gay. I'm sorry, but I'm just giving a read. No, it's the truth. There's no excuse to it. It's the truth. We don't do that. Mm. We don't do it at all. And what it comes down to it is, I understand what you're saying. It's, I understand from your standpoint, it's hard to not generalize. I understand that. But let's break it down into another scenario. Let's say that a young man grew up in a single parent household, whether it be father or mother. Now, mm-hmm. too often in our generation, especially, are kids growing up by television. So let's say mm-hmm. that all he sees is this child, this boy, all he sees is women on the videos being objectified, acting like hoes, 
Then he lives in Atlanta, which is one of the mecca of the strip clubs. And all he sees is he sees the women walking around, acting and talking like hoes. Is it a safe assumption for him to think that all women are hoes, or all women are strippers, that all women are just objects? Is he right to right. think in that? He's Hold not right to think in that. that. Hold on, before y'all get into that, we have somebody on the line that's been holding for a while. Uh, Caller, not hold on, hold that thought. Caller nine oh one, you've been waiting patiently. How you doing? I'm here. All right. Hey, how hey, you doing? What's going on? All right, we appreciate you calling. You got a comment? Well, yes, I mean the comment about um, well, I just feel like if uh, the young man is watching, you know, bad stuff on TV, I just feel like well, no, he shouldn't think that every woman is a stripper or something. At the same time, if he sees this, he's going to think that every woman may be a hoe or whatever. So I think it's very important that parents make sure that they monitor their kids and, you know, to make sure that they're watching the appropriate thing so they and won't exactly be disrespectful right. to, you know, to women. And so I feel like that women, black women, are getting disrespect, disrespected. And I think that's why... We are so angry. Well, I mean, I, I I can respect your opinion. I think when the whole fight turned into a gender fight, I think that's when yeah. everything went wrong into our whole aspect of us respecting each other, us having love for right. each other, and knowing how to, you know, basically respect. So, I mean, I don't think that it's the case that black women, I think black women are told they are respect, disrespected so much that they just take that chip and make it a bold. But listen, you know I mean? I'm an expert. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just wanted to talk to you on the education aspect. Okay. I'm an educator, yes, and so I'm a behavior specialist, so I go to seven different schools, and I mainly work in the alternative schools, yes. and most of our, um, the, the most of the kids there are black males. Okay. That's mostly all you see, and the way that they disrespect the young ladies there or the, the, the black women teachers there, I mean, it's real appalling. So they right. have to learn it from somewhere. Well, I mean, it's not the fact that they're learning it from somewhere. It's the fact that they're not learning how to be appropriate, just like the school in New York and Marvin. Well, that's where the black man. Well, that's where the black man has to step up, don't you think? Well, we yeah, need well, more. Hold on, that majority of our household is raised. Majority of people that's that's raising our children are who? Are women? Black right. women. women. So therefore, right. they so where got, is they the black man? Where is the black man? I can't agree with that because I was raised by a woman. My father wasn't in my life like that, but I have never disrespected a woman like that. So you can't say, you can't really say that. I'm a living example of that. But that's all. What I'm saying is I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying every black that man. Goes back to my, that goes back to my original point. If that black boy grows up like that and he has that standpoint, then that's not right. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's the wrong standpoint to have. So taking that same situation, if a young girl's growing up in the house and the mother may be disrespecting the father or telling her black men ain't mm-hmm. this, black men ain't that, is it not also wrong for her to make that same generalization? It's the same scenario. Yes, it is. I agree with you. I that's agree, but that's it. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I feel like the black community... Black women, black males, we need to step up because we're losing our children. Exactly. That's the what I'm saying. 
I mean, we can sit here, we can sit here, we can discuss all we want to, but what we gonna do on tomorrow? What we gonna do in the new school year? Are we gonna Mm -hmm. mess with some of these kids? What we gonna do? Understand all the other factors that contribute to that. You got to think about the drugs, 
the whole game. Exactly. Has, so, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that. It's a lot of factors, but when we gonna step household. up? Well, but, but when I mean, we gonna we, start we, teaching our children that that's not the way to go? I mean, I understand we need to teach them that's not the way to go, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you have someone, and like I was saying earlier, when you have a multitude of, of sisters raising young men, I hate to say it, but it's a lot, a lot fall on them to make sure that they teach but those young men to do right. That's not the way it should be, but it is, and you that's have right. to adapt and deal with the situation. Uh-huh. That's right. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it all falls on. So we should just deal with it. Is what you're saying. Right. Just deal with it. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not, like, <laughs> not necessarily. No, there's no, in no way in God's green earth. It's got to be a change. It's, it, it has to be a change because I'm telling you, when I go into these alternative schools and when I see our black men, 80% are in alternative that lets me know that they are one step into prison. One step. They already done put a stamp on them. And why? That is really because they don't have stability at home. Yeah. They don't have that two-parent household. Yes, you're right. You're right. We definitely agree. We got another caller we're going to go ahead and get that's been waiting for a while. And we do. We want okay. to be on the phone line. If you're close to a computer, go ahead and listen to us online. If you want to make a comment, just call back okay. in, all right? Okay. Uh, caller 374, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hello. Hey. Hey. Um, I was just wanting nothing. Um, I was just wanting to say I was raised in a household where my mom did disrespect my father in front of us. But, I mean, my mom, she didn't just get into the relationship with him and say, I'm going to disrespect this man. Right. She was the way she was because of his actions. And oh, so hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yes, because hold of his up. actions. If he's hold out up. cheating, hold if he's out... Don't tell me you like this. I mean, that... I can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. Now, if I act a butt towards you right now on the phone, you have the choice mm-hmm. to keep listening or hang up, right or wrong. That's true. That's true. That's true. So and she had a she had a her decision you know, to stay or to leave the relationship, but she chose to stay because that was our father. But okay. his actions, yeah. him being out cheating yeah. or doing drugs or whatever else, forced her to be the way that she was, and that's just it is. That's how it is today with black men and us. They make us. Y'all make us the way that we are, and then y'all oh, have no, to make you need to no, kill that, kill that. That's another, that's, that's one of those that conflicts right there because that I don't make true. you. I am. Hold on, yes. hold on. I don't make you angry. I don't make you bitter. Oh, my I don't God. make one of those oh, things happen. Those are things that you do. Those are no, things that are some, some of the women out there have to go through because guess what? They choose to continue to deal with making myself angry. I make myself angry when I um, when I um, choose to put my husband on the I just don't really agree with that. I don't feel like I make myself angry by doing what I'm supposed to do as a wife as a mother, as in taking care of my household, well, I'm forced to take care of my household because the man is not, you know. So uh, the way that I feel is because of the way a man makes me. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. And, and, and I may say this, Kevin, I agree with her that a lot of times our actions and our negativity stems from um, how, you know, men, um, you know, have to us. And if 80% of the guys that, you know, women meet suck, okay, boom, what kind of conclusion do you are you forced to go into? That they suck. 
and the black men a lot of us suck a lot of us suck because they do yes there are some good ones but a lot of you suck yeah, and as far as kids, I mean, disrespecting the kids' father in front of them, I don't do that. And a lot of men, they get upset and they say, oh, well, my kids are like this because the mama talked bad about them. I don't have to talk bad about you. My child see what you don't do, so she or he draws their own conclusion. So, therefore, the men do need to step up and take responsibility of their oh, kids and help God. to raise them to be men. Because I'm raising three boys to be men, but I'm a woman. You know, I can show them and tell them how a man should be from the way that I you know that a man should be, but I don't know. I, I, exactly. can respect, I can respect that. I, I'm just saying from the standpoint of you choose that person. I, I can respect your situation. Not every situation is the same. Okay, that's not true. every that's situation is the same. But you and your husband, you choose to be together. Now, there's certain aspects of that relationship over a period of time that can go directly downhill. You know what I mean? And and honestly. There are some situations, and I know it's not easy. You may have to pick up and move. It's like Nick was saying. You have to change what, if something is wrong, you have to change it. But if you choose to stay there and deal with that, then you can't sit up there and blame me for everything, which I'm another black male, and look at all of us like we're just not nothing. Like I said, when it becomes a gender fight, we all lose. Yeah. I mean, I'm not blaming you because yeah, I know I'm going to another uh, caller that want to comment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for cutting you out late, but we got another person who's been uh, waiting to get in on the call. Um, Gerard, go ahead with your comment, man. Hey, how everybody doing this evening? Hey, what's going on, Gerard? That much. Uh, Kevin just really pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. You cannot hold somebody else responsibility for what you are willing to endure. I have seen a lot of women with this so-called angry black woman syndrome, and nine times out of ten of them, all the women that have that syndrome or upset with black men, they have been in a relationship with a man for three years or more. Now, if you if, if you've been having a problem in this relationship, then like uh, 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 Nick said, you got a choice if you want to change it or not. Don't get mad at the man because he, you know I mean because you I mean don't get mad at all black men because you were willing to endure that. But you had a choice. I, I know a lot of women that have sat there and put up a relationship and and do this and not, not to disrespect anybody, keep having kids by this person, get deeper yeah. deeper into a, a a trap with this person, and then when it when it all falls down, when you knew it was gonna fall down anyway, then you want to say, oh, all black men ain't nothing. You can't do that. That is your choice if you want to sit up there and do something. There's two choices in life. You can either do what's right or you can do what's wrong. You 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 have a, a person got sense enough to know when something ain't working out, and you you got a choice to pick up and move. You can't blame everybody for your mistakes. And I, I noticed just by listening at the show, the hit this it, it has become finger pointing. Every yep. point of responsibility at the men. It's not just only the men. They're like they're saying they they saying that they see these young black men disrespecting women and talking negative towards women. Women disrespect each other. You know what I'm saying? When, when women sit up and do it, it's like, like Marvel. Marvel had a show back here earlier where she said she was saying about how we need to stop using the word nigger. You know, we use it when we talk to each other, but when a white person uses it, it calls that we ready to fight. Black women the same way. They call each other and say, what's up, ho? Or what's up, B? Or what up, this yep. and that? But then yep. when a man calls them, they're oh, not a man. They're coming, right? right they're coming, right? They're coming, right? And we need to move on to our second clip of the day so we can uh, get on to the next half of the show. We had a great discussion on the first half. And you all are just now tuning in to the Little Man Show. You missed the first great first section. Um, you can definitely go back and re-listen to this show once the show is uh, uploaded on 
uploaded on the site, but we're going to get into our second clip of the day. And this clip is called The Confused Black Woman. And after we play this clip, we're going to get into the next question, uh, which is why do some black women always say that there are no good black men out there, meaning that they can't find anyone to fit their standards out there? So let's get this clip right here. It don't take but one bad relationship to fuck up an army of black women. What you feel personally as a woman against me should never be conveyed to my children. Preach. Exactly. Because when, you, when, when that woman grows up and she gets with a man or trying to get with all these different men to compensate for what she didn't grow up with, her father, she did, she's lost. You have more black women who weren't raised by their fathers, so they have more psychological issues. And they're always dealing with it because they're emotional. Whenever they think about it, they react to it. And their husbands have to deal with it when they come home. They grow up without a father in a lot of cases. Or if they have a father, he sucks in most cases. They heard their mother from the time they can remember understanding what a word means, saying your daddy ain't no good, black man ain't no good. They heard their grandmother say it, their aunt say it, or their friends say it. They finally grow up, they're 14 years old, wow, they have grown, they have a date, and they go out the guy's no good. And they continue going out with guys who are no good for years. I hate to say it, I'm not even going to hate to say it, I'm going to be real honest with you. Some of that is our fault. Because a lot of women have had, they've had bad experiences with other brothers. And, and, and the next brother has to deal with that. Sweetheart, there's some good men out here. The problem I see is, it's sin. You know, if a, if, a, if, a, if a black woman is attracted to a man that's no good, that's really the, the sin in her. She hasn't confronted the fact that she desires something evil than, rather than something good. And vice versa, if there's a black man that's, that's just having babies and not taking care of those kids, he's still caught up in sin. So it's not really a black issue, it's not really a white issue, it's an issue of morality that we have to confront. Man, my woman is still bruised from her ex-husband. Women say all men aren't shit or ain't shit, that's their line. When really women are the worst decision makers there are. Because the last time I looked, a man has to ask a woman, can he get some or can he be with her, can he take her out? Now I'll tell you, this is what I see most women do. They're younger, they always try to fit a square peg into a round hole. Like, like all men know, there was a girl you liked, and the girl would tell you, when you would try to go out with her, the first thing she would tell you is, oh, but you're like my brother to me. Oh, you're like my best friend, and I don't want to, I don't want to break up that relationship. You're an idiot, because your man or your husband should be like your best friend. He should have the same interests you have. And what most women do is they pick a man who don't have their interest, and then when it doesn't work out, which is destined not to work out, then they pick another man who make the same bad decision where it does, it's not going to work out, and then they may do it a third time, and after that, they say all men aren't shit behind the three fucked up decisions that they made. A lot of times, the fellas who are doing the most get the hardest time. Fellas that's out here that ain't doing nothing, they get it easy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that was the uh, Confused Black Woman clip that I took from the movie, uh, Diary of a Tired Black Man. If you have not seen that movie, please go and uh, 
Watch it, rent it. You can Google it on the Internet. Just type in uh, The Diary of a Tired Black Man. And uh, the question which we're going to get into next is why do some women, well, some black women always say this common phrase, there are no good black men out here. You know, what's the realization with that? Why is that always a common conversation in which we hear daily? You know, not monthly or yearly. We hear it every day. You know, we see it every day. We see it on TV. They put it in all our TV shows. You know, and I also have um, a, a blog that uh, was written by this uh, this young lady named uh, Queen Janine. And uh, I'm going to get into that next after we uh, let this uh, this person comment. Hey, hey, before we get to that, man, everybody that's on the okay. phone line, if you want to make a comment, press your number one one time. Then press it again because yep. right now it seems like everybody want to make a comment. So go ahead and press your one, clear it out, and then press one again. If you're close to a computer, go ahead and listen to what's online because we definitely got some more people that want to get in on the line because uh, we're jam-packed right now. <laughs> go ahead with that, bro. <laughs> All right, Nick, Nick, go ahead with your comment, man. Okay. I, um, I had to calm down for a second. I felt myself getting a little upset. I just, I really want to, I, I want to say two quick things. Uh, going back to what the young lady who was an educator, what she said a little bit earlier, um, I do agree. That in the 60s, yes, there were, 80% of black men were in the household. What percentage of that was in corporate America at the time? Okay. What percentage of that was not on crack? It's two things that, that affected us that we're, unfortunately, we're still the transition of one we lost a lot of good brothers to the crack epidemic and don't get it twisted that epidemic was engineered it was yeah. an engineered epidemic it was filtered into our neighborhoods it was filtered into our houses and into our lives we lost a lot of good brothers we lost a whole generation of brothers to the crack epidemic and two you had a lot of good brothers who went on to be in corporate America and you had a lot of sisters who went on to be in corporate America. See, back then, when the average household, the average income was what twenty five, thirty thousand. That's when everybody was struggling together. That's when everything was all good. That's when it's, let's stay together because we all we got. True that. But when you have this home of us in corporate America, and now we're really booming in our own businesses, and you have black people making upwards of millions of dollars per year, then it's like I'm all I got. I got to get this money. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it is what it is. We Man. have to find the healthy medium between that, between family life and between financial life. We have to find that healthy medium and marriage the two. Yes, yes, I and agree. that's how we're going to okay. flourish together. We're going to take ahead. this next caller right here, Nick. Man, appreciate you for your comment. 905, you are on the Middleman Talk Show. What's your comment? Hi, everybody. Hey, what's up, man? Hi. Um, I wanted to make the comment because... Yes, I'm a black woman, and I'm a sadist, and the ladies might be hating, but we are very mean. We are hateful as hell, but at the same time, we love black men. But yes. Okay, okay. All the, yep. all the men that have come in have always, as all y'all always do, and I say all y'all because y'all do, always talk about, oh, um, black men this, we're just being a man, we're just being a man. Stop being a man and step up and be a real man because we're not making excuses. We don't want excuses. We want y'all to take care of y'all kids, take care of y'all family, and we just want you to be who you really are, that true king. So we're tired. We 
Because I know it, it took me forever to get through to y'all, so y'all y'all got it on and popping today. But okay. let me just say this first: I'm a, I'm a, I'm looking at it from both perspectives, okay? Okay. As far as the black women are concerned, I'm gonna say that a lot of the times we really won't have anything bad to say about black men if we would choose our men carefully, okay? Thank you. Thank now you. that doesn't mean that we're to blame for everything that goes on. No, but, no, we're not saying. No, let me finish. Let me finish. But when it comes to when it comes to relationships, a lot of times we put up with shit that we know that we should not be putting up with. If the brother is no good, then leave the brother alone. Don't be trying to figure out how to make him better because that's not up to him. Up to you, that's up to him. So a lot of times we spit out these kids over and over again by, by these no good dudes that we know don't mean us any well, but we trying to change them. That's a no no. We got to do better in picking our men. Period. And then let me say that. this, huh? I can agree with that, you know. Yeah, that that's just, that falls on us. That falls right. on us. Now, I don't know that the last caller that called in talking about we mean to tell and all that, I don't know where that came from, but, you know, a lot of the times we go through stuff with men and we label them because over and over again it's the same thing, it's the same thing, it's the same thing. But you got to learn how to cut that bad behavior. If you notice that you're picking the same kind of men, then, you know, find another type. We all, don't, we all don't pick losers and thugs. Somebody made a comment in the chat room talking about if we would stop picking losers and thugs. There are men out here that a lot of black women pick that are not losers and thugs, and they turn out to be shit anyway. They have corporate mm-hmm. jobs. Some of, the, some of them work on Wall Street. Some of them have their own businesses. They still garbage. Some of them go to church. They still garbage. So it's not a matter of whether you a thug or a loser or a corp, or a businessman or what have you. It's the character of that man. Because just because you go to church don't make you this swell guy, and just because you own your own business doesn't make you a swell guy. You understand what I'm saying? So okay. you got to wean out the garbage. Uh-huh. Secondly, like I said, the whole thing about having these kids and the kids don't got their fathers, you know... You can you can bait if you you got enough sense to know that when you with a dude and you with him for three years and you finding out little shit here and there that he not no good. Guess what, ma? We ain't having no kids with this dude. It's a wrap. I don't care how much you love him and all that. You don't need to be having kids by this dude. It's not gonna work. So everything don't everything don't fall on us as black women. A lot of times black men have the tendency to say, oh it's y'all and y'all raising our sons and they gonna be gay. And look at what you doing, and y'all bad-mouthing us. It's not us all the time. I got two kids. I got two kids, a son and a daughter. They have two different fathers. I have no shame in that. I raise my kids respectfully. My son is more of a man than some, more of a young man than some of these young men that are raised by both their mother and their father. I make sure that my son is respectful when he's doing his business, and the same for my daughter, because they're not going to have their fathers to blame just because. Oh, my daddy wasn't around, so now I got to be like this. I never talk bad about their father to them because it's not my place to. 
And if All anything, right. if anything, I make sure that they still have some kind of respect for their fathers, even though they're not around. So, you know, I will take it upon myself to make their fathers look like decent guys so that way they don't feel no kind of way. And my daughter don't, especially my daughter, don't grow up with an attitude that she hates her father because I don't want her to hate her father. You understand what I'm saying? She'll end up hating her boyfriend, which she'll end up hating her husband. Huh? I said she'll end up hating everybody. That's a cycle. Right, and that's why I don't want to do that. And let me say this before I I was raised with a mother and a father in the home. I have no animosity towards a black man. Any any issues that I had with any guys that I ever dealt with came from him, not from my father. My father did an excellent job with me and my mother. They both were active. They both my father taught me how to how to be a woman and how to carry myself like a woman and how to treat a man and so did my mother. So all this crap about how women don't be they not raised by their fathers and if they don't know how to treat a man, that's bullshit. Because a lot of times we are raised by our fathers. You understand what I'm saying? If that, if, listen to me, if that could be an excuse for us, then I guess your excuse for being assholes is that y'all wasn't raised for y- by y'all fathers either. You understand? So we're going to do a show about that because I think please a lot of do. have issues with it. Because y'all should have did this show. This the, the title of the show just took me over the top anyway. But if y'all was going to do a show, y'all should have did it by, for both sides because we both have issues. Black women. <laughs> okay. We got some more people on the line. Thank you. Hold on a second. Thank you. All right. That's Tia from uh, In Your Ear Radio. Appreciate you. New York, NYC. You got a blog or something there you, you was about to get into, and I see we got our man Charlie yeah. on the line also. Yeah, um, this blog is entitled uh, No Good Black Men, and this is by Queen Janine. Uh, she stated, um, from, well, these are some of her excerpts from her blog, and uh, she stated that it, it is a fact that black, in, black men make up the majority of the prison population in comparison to other races, and we make up the minority of the college population. Now, she says, so why are you getting your master's, as far as females getting their master's in college, he is going by his day-to-day trying to be a black man in America. With this comes a lot of racial profiling, the glass ceiling, being overlooked for jobs, driving while black, street influences, pressures, which will actually um, uh, uh, mess them up psychologically, physically, and emotionally. And she said that um, you have never and will never walk a day in the life of a black man, so beware of how you speak of these kings. And she also stated that um, that um, you should know what a good woman is before you go looking for a good man. Know how you should be treated and why you should deserve that good man. And those are some of the uh, excerpts that I uh, take it from her blog. You can also go on uh, the Middleman page on Facebook to read the entire blog uh, from Queen Janine. And I also have another blog that I get into later from uh, Jamil Wilkins. Uh, he has a website called youknowdamnwell.com, and it's spelled just like it is, youknowdamnwell.com. And uh, he has an interesting blog as well. All right, man, let's bring Charlie in, man. Y'all got me on a noose today. I'm not appreciating this. I can't say what I want to say. What's up, Charlie? Hey, what's going on, you guys? Oh no, man, they holding me back today. I'm, I'm about to eight hot hey. on the ass over here today. How y'all doing? What's I up, man? Ah, uh, I know. I've been busy. I've been doing my thing. Oh, we. I miss y'all. I've been busy. I've been trying to do some things and uh, working on some books, and uh, I'm trying to complete a, a volume of poetry at the same time. So. 
What are your thoughts on that, Charlie? What are your thoughts on this? They call it 914. I listen to this topic with great interest. And, you know, I keep thinking about uh, there's a guy named Patrick Monaghan. The Monaghan Report. Mm-hmm. And in the Monaghan Report, one of the things that he pointed out, and he pointed out that the black uh, family structure, he talked about the family structure being matriarchal, the African family structure is matriarchal, right. meaning that the, the lineage is, you know, the, the mother and the woman is, is central in the uh, society. But he also uh, laid the foundation and some of the policies uh, for the welfare system. Okay. Now, let's understand this. Understand this. Understand this very, 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 very carefully. What you see, the brother who went back to talk about this was engineered, about the crack epidemic and uh, all of this, but you also have to factor in how welfare did the same thing. Welfare was designed to break up the black family structure. That's what it was designed to do. Okay? At the same time, if you're breaking up the family structure and you're putting the woman in a position where she has to get the black man out because she can't get the money that they may both need because you have people who are called working poor. People who both, two people working two jobs and they still can't make ends meet. They need some assistance. Instead of the government saying, okay, well, we understand your husband's working or he's trying to work or he may be injured or whatever, and you all need a little assistance to tide you over, we'll do that. Instead of that, they said the man had to leave. And if the man wasn't there, mm-hmm. they, they would give them assistance. If the man was there, there would be no assistance. Well, so y'all, over- I mean, overall, man, why do you think that there's so much – Hatred towards each other when it comes to our relationship and just well, I, mean, I mean like some of the sort of things that we just talking about all black women are just negative towards black men that ain't the case but the ones that are out there and, and it seems like we're just dwindling in relationships where where you know like later on in the conversation where it seems like they're jumping ship to another race which there's nothing wrong with that if you fall in love with someone that's what it is. But it seems Actually, that I, I, I see statistics that say that black women are the and, and it seems like I mean I don't want to be conspiratorial, but uh-huh. it says that black women are actually the least to date outside their race. But uh-huh. there's been this, there's been this push in the movies lately to encourage mm-hmm. them to do so. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can think of the, what's the Shania Layton. Uh, she had a movie where she was dating a, a white guy. Uh, there's a new movie that uh, Janet Jackson is doing where she's, da- he, she's dating a Latino guy. Now, I mean, you got some black nationalists who feel that there's a conspiracy in that that regard. I'm not here to say whether it is or whether it isn't. But what I will say is this. Anybody who understands the black community understands that the family structure is the key, most important component of keeping it strong and together. Now, if you have some people who benefit from it being weak, then, of course, they would put structures in like crack in the black community. Of course, they would put structures in like welfare. And and make sure that welfare separated well, black. I mean families. that's that's understandable. I mean that's understandable from that aspect. We know that the Cartel Pro, all those situations that happened. But what about the feminist movement, Charlie? 
What about the whole feminist movement? Because from the 60s into the 80s until now, okay, I mean, black women had a long time. All right, hold on, hold on. You brought up something really interesting. Did you get the link that I sent you that talked about how the CIA funded uh, Men's Magazine and uh, funded Gloria Steinem? No, no, I'm going to have to go check my email on that one. Oh, you didn't get that. I told I wanted you to get that to Jen because I thought about her immediately. Oh, um, I, you know what? I, I don't know what happened. I afforded it to. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, can, I, can, I, can I say this? I, I agree with Charlie that there has been a push lately that I have seen myself, I, you know, especially even in the reality shows, look at um, the show that Chili did as well as Let's Talk About Pep yeah. for, you know, I guess for black women to be more comfortable dating outside their race. Now, must we ask ourselves, is that somewhat a necessity? Because because we outnumber black men as black women, even if every black woman, every black man hooked up with a black uh, woman, I think I read on ABC, um, they did a special on this, one out of 12 black women still wouldn't have a man. So what are we supposed, what are those women supposed okay, to do? Okay, now, 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 now uh, I agree, I understand where you're coming from, but uh, deep, that statistic that you just brought up brought up a deeper issue here. It sounds to me like systematic genocide. Hello, everybody yeah. got quiet when I said that. Uh -huh. No, I mean they. I think I think the conversation. I, I don't. I don't think they're ready for that part of the conversation. Okay, it's crazy because I mean uh, overall uh, it just seems uh, like when you think about the whole aspect of 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 all the things that happen. And I'm not trying to play the brothers like they're the victims, but we are the victims in America to the highest tier. So are black women, and that's. Look, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We know y'all victims, but guess what? You still, look, how many, look, think about this, Jen. Women are graduating at a higher number than males from college. Women are holding down corporate jobs. I mean, y'all, I mean, you know, not saying all women, because there's some sisters out there that are struggling. I'm going to keep it real, you know what I'm saying? But the majority of the brothers out here, man, we the highest unemployed, the most uneducated. I mean, there's a lot of aspects. Then you get kicked on when you do get a job. You get home, you get kicked on when you're at home. So I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that that contributes to our whole thought process of thinking: Are we being fault? taken down? Like is, is that our fault as black women? There are a lot of black women in corporate America, or black women who are you know are not, and they they you know I, I don't want to say this. Go ahead, say it, say it, say it. For lack of, they for white lack boys. of a better word. No, regular guys, like regular black guys. Say I'm I'm an executive oh, at a company, and I go date the garbage guy. A lot of times he won't date me. He won't date me. A lot oh, of because he's probably looking down on him because he's on the back of the garbage truck. On the fact that the world, they're, they're the one that's tripping on the fact that they have a chip on their shoulder, that the world has done them so wrong. Honey, we recognize that. But when we do try to reach our hand out and support you guys, a lot of times we just get flipped back. And a lot of that is happening. Okay. Nick had a comment. Nick, Nick go ahead with your comment, man. Let me touch on two things real quick. Uh, one, uh, Jen, I, going back on what Kevin was saying about us being the victim, I, I agree with both of you. This is the thing, that, and I've said this on plenty of shows, this thing you have to realize. Black women are the most objectified on this planet, hands down. 
Black women are objectified by their own men. They're objected by their own women. They're objectified by other races. They are. But let's also realize this. Black men are the most demonized on this planet. And we're demonized by everyone. And for some of us, we're demonized by our own mothers. So, yes, yes, both are victims. But there's a difference between being an object and there's a, and being considered a monster. Do you know that the look in some women, black, white, whatever, and men, in their faces, when they see me walking around as a black man, they automatically think, oh, he's a thug. They automatically think, oh, he's a criminal. He's this, he's that. He's going to oh, kill me. He's going to rob He's going to rob me. He's going to kill me. Do you know how, you have no idea, it's just like uh, Queen Janae said, you have no idea what it's like to walk around in those shoes and have someone think that of you every day, especially people of your own race, and then to turn around and have a woman, a black woman, who is supposed to be your better half to tell you that you're not worth anything. Very true, Nick. I agree with that 100,000%. telling you that unless you're no good. I don't, I don't think that black women are, are telling these guys that unless they're proving Jen, that they're not, not any good. That's not true. It's just like you said the other night. When you sat there on the phone and said, you were talking to three black men, and you said yep. 98% of black men suck. That's not true. The thing is, at yep. what point, if, if, we have to take, if we have to take accountability for the black men that aren't worth anything, then why can't y'all take the accountability for the black women who aren't worth anything? Y'all sit up there, and no matter what the situation is, you will defend that woman till the day you die. Yep. And knowing it, it's going to fire women. The gender battle. The gender battle. Yeah, it's African-American men who, for some reason, I don't know if it's intimidation, um, when they date um, professional um, African-American women. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I think that um, I've noticed that a lot, too, and I don't know if it's intimidation, and Mm -hmm. it's not really that the African-American woman makes them feel that they're less than a man. It's, I think it's something deeper than that. So... How do black women, I mean, how do they deal with the man? You, you know, you express to them there's not really an issue there. We don't really care if you make what we make. You make less than what we make, but for some reason it's they feel that, well, I don't feel like I'm worthy of you or, you know, there's a bigger issue. So how do you? I mean, I want to ask you this, and, and what's your name if I may ask? 
If you don't have uh, to say if you don't want to. Oh, okay. No. I really don't okay, well, I'm, I'm actually, I want to ask you this question right here. What do you think? What, what, I'm, I'm a black male, and I'm going to ask you. I, I never dated a professional woman as far as a corporate-level professional woman. I haven't, but I have some friends mm-hmm. that have. So mm-hmm. I want to ask, what are the things that you think intimidate us? What are some of the things that you think that, you know, basically intimidate us? Well, I, I think, well, I believe that a lot of times what I have found is because, you know, a black woman, they, they're they independent. They, okay. they really, it's, it's not that we don't need you. It's uh-huh. like we can pay our own way. And uh-huh. I think a lot of men have a problem with that. No, you know, really. You, you know that, well, right? <laughs> well, I mean, well, maybe you're right, but I, I believe that yeah. some men, some men do have a problem with okay. a woman that you could, you know, she's got her own place, she's got her own car, you know, she's she's doing her own thing. But okay. it's a difference. It's a difference when you are an African American woman, mm-hmm. and you don't flaunt those things. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, I mean, yeah. So it's and and I found that a lot with an Af- a lot of African American men well, that they feel that. You know, if a woman is at a certain level, you know, she won't even speak to me. Well, but I it's mean, not a, I, well, it's not, not to cut you off, but I want to say it from this standpoint. If you mm-hmm. have things and I come into the relationship and I have things, why should mm-hmm. I be intimidated by you? But well, I'm, I'm not, saying, yeah. are, are the, do these guys have the same things you have? May not the same job, but maybe he have his own apartment, own car. Why should he be intimidated by that? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking. Why do men feel intimidated? I, I don't know I, those guys. I mean, personally, if if you got something, I mean, because in a relationship, if you come into this relationship and you have something, I mean, mm-hmm. hey, it's yours. And when I come into it, it's mine. But when we get together and we want to commit beyond that, that level, then it's ours, right? Now, you have yes. some relationships that begin from the ground up where I come in with nothing, you come in with nothing, and we build up until we have ours. So I think it's right. more materialistic things, they come and go. But if I love you or I care about you deeply or whatever the situation may be, then that's what it is. It's not about what you got or what I got or where you work or where I work. I think a lot of times a lot of people get it twisted with the materialistic things opposed mm-hmm. to what should we what we should be doing. They're saying, hey, I'm really digging you. And if you're really right. digging me, let's explore this a little bit further and let's see where we can go with this. I agree. I agree. But 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 the problem but the problem that I'm finding. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm not a ty- I'm not the type of person where, you know, if you don't make six figures, I'm not going to speak to you or I'm not even going to be interested in you. But a lot of men have problems with that. And you how have you, your, you have not- you have your choices of of who you will and won't speak to, right? Well, yeah, I do. I do, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, okay, if you're in a relationship with someone and if they keep bringing up the fact that, you know, you make more money than I do and, you know, and, and this kind of stuff, I mean, what are you supposed to do? What, what type of guys are these? Because I, I would like to meet them myself. I'm like, if you meet a guy that that, that goes on, and, and number one, why do he, why is he concerned about what you make anyway? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, yeah, I apologize about that. Someone needs to fix that. Um, I'm trying to figure out why is he concerned about the money that you make? Why, why is that even? Why even? Why is that even a conversation? I mean, yeah, if you come up with a car that's worth maybe two hundred thousand dollars, you may look like, dang, I'm driving a Pinto. 
But at the same time, he should be like, uh-oh, she doing something. Hey, let's see what right. she's about. And hopefully she can dig me enough and not feel like I'm not worth her time. But I don't I mean, know guys like guys out there, Kevin. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Kevin there, 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 there are guys out there that are like that, that want to lane. spread one of them, want to, you know, take care of their wife and not have them work. There are guys out there like that, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing your but, manly duty as far as taking but, care of but, yours. But, but, you know, but I'm just saying, when she no, making more money than you, you mad about that? Well, as a, no. Can, can well, I throw I, something in here? As a woman, I, I understand what the caller is going through. What she's saying is, hey, there are a lot of guys out here, and as a black woman, you say, you know what, you know, because a lot of, you know, black men aren't at maybe the same educational level that I'm on or they don't have the same type of job, I'm not looking at them any different. And it sounds yeah, nice right. what you said, Kevin, about, you know, yeah, it does. It sounds yeah. nice what you said about, oh, no one's looking like, yes, they do. A lot of guys end up dumping the good black woman who's ready to support her man because they can't deal with her that, that she is, what, you what? know, maybe higher on a higher level than her. Wait, what's the, I mean, seriously, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Hold on, Jen. <laughs> no, 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 Jen. Jen, listen to this. Tell me, what's the what's the lowest level of love? Is there a lower level of love or a higher level of love? What what, what, what is that? It sounds nice. No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. That sounds nice. That's But I'm just asking, though. I mean, yeah, some people got yeah, issues. If they worried about the kind of shoes and clothes you got on, then, man, they, they, they ain't hitting no crap anyway. I'm going to look at, you know, what you have as long as you try. But a lot of men won't, won't date a woman. They, they will not date you. They just okay. won't. Well, Carla, we appreciate you for your comment. Please tune in again. So, All right, thanks. Oh, my goodness. Jen, you just. Can we go? <laughs> Nick, hey, Nick, go ahead with your comment, Nick. I, I know you've been waiting on this. Go ahead with your comment, Nick. Uh, the only thing I was going to say is um, I do agree that there are some brothers out there that are intimidated. Um, by women who make more than them, but that you also have this small minority of women who do make more than brothers, and they tend to throw it not just in that brother's face, but in a lot of people's faces. <laughs> and it's just like it's just that that, that age-old saying that one bad apple can spoil a bunch. If right. you have that one woman out there that she's been doing her thing, and it's commendable, it's very commendable. Yes, you're doing your thing in corporate America, and this and that, and this and that. And it's like, oh, he's got to have this to even still. And I've heard women, and these are educated women, women I went to college with, that that are now in corporate America, and and they're saying the same thing. Oh, he has to make this amount of money to even register on my radar. He has to drive this type of car. And I've heard it a lot of times. But guess what? The good majority of them, at the end of the day. Nick, why am I single? I just don't understand it. Why can't I find a good man? It's like everybody keeps asking the question, but it's like at what point, at, I think what will start the solution is if one, black men start asking themselves, hey, am I really a good man? If yeah. I was a woman, would I date myself? Yeah. And then black women have to ask, start asking the question, am I really a good black woman? Yeah. Because it's easy for me to say I'm a strong black woman. Just I'm gonna tell you something right now. It's two things that don't that don't add up. One, a bad attitude does not equal a strong woman. Right. Two, a strong woman does not equal a good woman. Right. Anybody can be strong. That's true. Anybody can be strong. We have to start asking ourselves these questions. Look, am I dateable right now? I ask myself that all the time. Am I dateable right now? If I were a a woman, would I date Nikki? And I think everybody needs to ask themselves that question. Because it's just like when you if you ever have like a friend or a relative and y'all have a lot of similar traits and y'all can't get along. When you see yourself from 
point. Then you have to be like, damn, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to me right now. I'm that messed really up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something right about me. I need to fix this. Mm-hmm. Man, Nick, man, we appreciate you for that comment. We see we still have a lot of people on the phone line, a lot of people in the chat board. If you want to make a comment, go ahead. Everybody that's on the phone line, press that number one to clear yourself out. I'm on okay. my way there to do Clear yourself so. out. And then if you want to make a comment, press 1. But right now, we're going to go into our song of the day. And uh, I'm going to dedicate this to all them sisters out there that are just so angry. Just so angry. This is for you right here. <laughs> You're live on the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Y'all already know who that was. Miss Bag Lady herself, Erica Badu. Hey, it's <laughs> A lot of women are carrying bags, man. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I think nine one seven. We still got a comment right here. Let, let's get to this comment right quick. Man. 
917, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. Hi. Hey, what's up now? You've been waiting for I this. Have to, I have to agree with Jen, also the Uh-oh. young lady that was on earlier, as far as women in corporate America. Uh-huh. It's something that we go through, I personally go through all the time. Okay. And it's a shame. It is, it's a shame. I mean, I'm, I even, I'm going to even go back to the, um, the conversation that I had with you gentlemen yesterday. Okay. And that Gerard asked me, he was... He said. He asked me. He said, "Martha, at times when you open your mouth and you start to speak, do men yep. find you intimidating?" I think it's a shame. It really is. They shouldn't themselves in that category right from the beginning. So if anything, you know, feel confident about this. Find out if you just might be interested in you. Don't just judge us the way we may look, we have on our suits, the way we may, the job that we may have. Don't judge us automatically. Try to find out what we're all about if you are interested in us. Hey, why not Why not do like, like Annie Murphy did in Coming Back to America? Ain't like you work at McDonald's. I don't need to know you work for Fortune 500. That's true. I mean, I mean I seriously, that I may be doing well, though. Don't judge but, me as though, oh, I can't date her because you know, she's on Wall Street or... You know, yeah, I mean, when you throw it in my face, what do you expect me to do? I mean, you may speak intelligently, you may you may carry a conversation that's above my head, but then you got to you got uh, to be <laughs> in tune with what's going on. Also, okay, maybe I'm speaking above this brother's head. Let me bring it back down. I'm not saying dumb yourself down, but hey, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, if you want, I'm serious. I mean, come on, man. With me, I, I don't talk physics to a, a, a second grader. <laughs> the reason why I'm, even why I have experienced it personally, because if I, I have said before, I've always been attracted to the blue collar man. Okay. Blue collar men, for the most part, not supposed to women look like me. We have our, you know, our suit on and our bag, whatever, and I think it's crazy. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a different type dude. I'm not scared of you. Uh, but there were more of them out there like that. Well, there probably is. But they mm-hmm. take it. Okay. <laughs> hey, Marvin, we, 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 we appreciate you today. These two over here, they're going to catch it after the show. They're going to catch a right knuckle. Both of them. <laughs> it was a great show, gentlemen. I really oh, enjoyed no. it. Hi, Jen. How are you? Oh, no. And, um... We're going to see you next week. All right, y'all have a good night. All right, Mark. Bye bye. Hey, man, we're going to go ahead and get into this talk of the town. Uh, We hope that everyone enjoyed the show so far. Nick Eden is live on location somewhere in America. Normally, he's locked up, but he's out free today roaming the countryside. So, we're going to get into uh, talk of the town by Nick Eden. Y'all check this out. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. We are the Middleman. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. Neo claims Usher's new album is not so hot. R&B singer-songwriter Neo in a recent interview stated that he is not so fond of the state of R&B right now. While praising Trey songs, Neo states that Usher's latest album, Raven vs. Raven, doesn't compare to his 10 million selling Confessions album. As far as the current state of R&B right now, I, I gotta say I'm a fan of very, very little. You know what I mean? Like, I, I respect and appreciate what Trey is doing. I've personally been a Trey, Trey Thomas fan for a really long time. 
Uh, I like what Usher is doing right now. I can't say that I love it. Confessions was one of the greatest R&B albums to ever be made. Though Raymond vs. Raymond is good, it's not good. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People and the Tea Party have hurled accusations of racism at each other all week. On Friday, the fight took a bizarre turn. The Tea Party Express leader, Mark Williams, posted an imaginary letter to President Abraham Lincoln on his personal website that accused the NAACP of being racist for using the word colored in his name. Friday afternoon, Williams removed the post saying that it's time to move forward and end the name calling. Williams, who claimed this week that the NAACP makes more money off of race than any slave trader ever was reacting to the group's approval of a resolution at its annual meeting on Tuesday that denounced racist elements within the Tea Party movement. Critics have dismissed this war of words as an example of all bark, no bite. Thugs always gotta give you a speech before they fight. You understand how long it takes a thug to fight? He gotta give you his whole background before he fights. It takes you long. Yeah, real all day. Just me, by myself, on the block, hold me down, get in my way, straight face. This is your man Nick Eden, and I'm here with the talk of the town. I forgot my mic was on, man. That was funny. <laughs> oh man. Hey man, great conversation. I hate that you guys held me back so much today. Gene talking crazy once again. I appreciate that. Yeah, y'all better be glad. Y'all tune in because I'm going to go live next week. KG Unleashed. It will happen. I'm just letting you know. Y'all should even did me like this today. It's about to go down. I couldn't say what I wanted to say. Why? Why? Why won't you say what you want to say, Kevin? We're not holding you back. Hello, you over here passing messages next to me talking about something. Chill out. Do we need to give you a chill deal? Don't say that. <laughs> because you're acting like a what? An angry black man. You know, every time a woman has an opinion, you guys say that she's angry. But what about you guys walking around like cavemen ready to beat your chest and, and call it a day? My knuckles are dragging the ground. And yes, I am mad. And what? Nick, Caveman. Hey, her, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, hey, wow. You see how they did me today, man? I see, man. But you got to think, Kev, it, sometimes it's kind of like, you you kind of like, it, you know when Mike Tyson walks in the room, everybody get a little nervous? Yeah, Like man. you might throw up in your mouth a little bit. Like, it, you know, you kind of like that. Who let the pit bull? Who pit ball? Who who pit is this? Like you just you know, you go right. you go in, you go okay. in a little bit. See see see, Nick, I wasn't gonna do you like this, but I gotta Uh-oh. do you like this. That's not cool. Wow, y'all see what I'm talking about? How KG is? Y'all see what I'm talking about? Angry oh, black man. I, I got boys. I can say what I want to say. My boys. I'd have got the sound twice in a month. I don't know how to act. My uh, music, my board. I got this. Leave me alone. Go ahead, Al. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Al. Why don't you play that again? It's going to be a fight. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Middleman Show today. We have discussed a lot of good things today. 
hope we addressed all the thoughts and and the opinions that everybody wanted to to uh, discuss with this topic today. If you want to go back and listen to the first segment because I know we had a lot of people that tuned in uh, towards the end of the show. Please go back to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman and click on the show that's entitled "Are Black Women the New KKK." If you want to re-listen to the show. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we still didn't get into the whole feminist thing. Somebody got mad on the chat board. It's all good. Yeah, that chat what? board is going to look crazy sometimes. That chat board goes a little crazy. You got to think. Now. They be tight, though, boys. We're going to do a show on feminism. Uh, feminism, if I'm saying that right. And, um. Feminism. Um, we're we're going to do a show on that. Um, and how you think it's destroyed black women. Okay, let me, Jen, real quick, because you're a little bit better with statistics than me. So when we do do that show, it's one statistic I want you to look up for me. Like I said, you're a little bit better than statistics than me. If you could, try to research what percentage for the the races that did not participate heavily in the feminist movement, movement, what percentage of them, what's what's their marriage percentage rate? Like, you know, what's the marriage percentage rate like? Just like if you could, like seriously, and that's something I really want to know because I think it kind of ties in to what people were saying before. Like if you think, it, it, like when we talk about brown versus black, um, they Hispanic women they didn't participate as heavily as other races did. Their marriage rate is a, is a little bit higher though. Same thing with Asian women. Mm-hmm. So like if you could just like if you if there's a way for you to find those numbers, like I said, you're a little bit better at than I am. But, like, that's something I think that would be, like, really interesting. And just start to think. I, I, I kind of think, I have to go back to what Charlie was saying. You hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but let's be honest. But that goes back to the Willie Lynch show. It's, it's something that's yep. being, we're being systematically torn apart. And it, and while we're doing that, we're blaming each other. Yeah. Well, already- I will have that information for you on our next show. Okay. I, I really I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. All right, Al, go ahead and let them know what's going on. Close us out, baby. We got you. Why are you rushing there, everybody? Hey, sir. Hey, hey. want to thank everybody for tuning in and taking an hour and a half out your day today to listen to the Middleman Show. And we are about to take it out. Hey, please go back listen to the show. Download it. Send it to your friends. Also, add us to friends on Facebook as well, too. Uh, Leave your comments on the page. That's right. So, uh, So we can definitely get to those. The middleman shouted, Big Crit shouted. Yeah. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for? Go take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You just in the earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey, man. I don't know really what y'all thing was today. Y'all held me back. Y'all held me down. I'm about to go solo like Mike. 
I'm just gonna, no I'm about solo. to go solo like Mike Jackson, homie. Ain't no going solo. You, you in the contract for 15 years. <laughs> KJ, yeah. we're gonna give you the next hour. We're gonna give you the next hour to say everything that you've been wanting to say for the whole show. But it, man. But it won't be on a middle man show. But it won't be on the middle of show. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying you ain't in the studio today because I would, I, I would literally push you down the stairs. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> down the stairs. Say whatever you want to after they turn off the mics. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't take too long, though. My favorite show comes on tonight. Okay. Look here. What's that? But, hey, on the show. Let's let everybody know that there will be a couple of new shows that's coming under the, under the umbrella of the Middleman Talk Show. Yeah, we got man. Ten show coming in the talk of the town with Nick E. We're announcing yeah. it right we now. Just let y'all know it's coming real soon. The, uh, whoever on the chat, the kid is, make sure you tune into my show. He has a smart mouth. I would love to have you on my show. Oh, you don't want him on there because he's gonna he gonna rip you one. He worse than me. <laughs> uh huh. And we also got uh, a potential show called Gerard Tells It Like It Is as well. So, hey, let's do that. And we also going to have DJ Brickham on. Hey, I sound like he gargling water. Look here. Y'all make sure y'all tune in every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio, the live show on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure y'all leave a comment. Go back, listen to some of our previous shows, download them, leave a comment. I will keep saying this. Join us on Facebook. The, uh, the the middleman uh, talk show group. Add us as a friend. Tell everybody about us. Tell your cousin, your uncles, your invisible friends, all those people. We greatly appreciate friends? everybody. Invisible friends. We appreciate everybody.